Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. You're listening to The Takeaway from WNYC and PRI Public Radio International in collaboration with the BBC World Service, The New York Times, and WGBH Radio Boston. Later uh, this hour, we're going to be talking to the author of a new book uh, about the Great Migration. That was a period of time when six million African Americans left the South. It was went a to- real movement. It, it was, it, it, but it, the, people don't realize how huge a change it was. Number one, because it it took six decades for it to occur, and two, we're, you're talking about something that occurred quietly. Change the electoral map, change the change culture, change cities. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. believe how many people are a product of the Great Migration. And we started this conversation online. We are asking you for your family stories of the Great Migration to try and help us put this into perspective. And one of you responded. Della Beaver joins us now. She's a Takeaway listener who listens online through the takeaway.org and wrote on our website with her family's migration story. Good morning, Della. Good morning. You are in Chester, Pennsylvania? That is correct. Is that the place that your family landed when uh, they left the South? It is. So you move, your family moved from what state? From South Carolina, um, Fairfield County, right outside of Columbia, South Carolina. And and when what year was this? 1939. Okay, so tell me about what part of your family moved and and why they made that decision. Okay, well, both my parents came. My father came with his mother, two brothers, and his two sisters. And my mother, who was one of nine, came by herself with my father. So all her family um, still resides in the South, and the extended family, but... Those are the ones who came up here to Chester, Pennsylvania. Okay, and, and they met in Pennsylvania? No, they actually met in South Carolina. They were all raised um, around the same place in South Carolina. You know, many people don't tell stories among their families about the Great Migration and what prompted them to move because it was a relatively painful thing. Did, did you guys share stories? Not really. Not until later on in my life when I became interested in my family history and before my parents were dis- and I asked my father why he came to Pennsylvania. And there were two reasons. The first was that for him and for his family, they saw the opportunity in the North that they did not have in the South. And the other thing is that my father was someone who would not allow people to treat him less than a man. And he found that in the South, he could not do the yes man, no man um, thing. So they decided to come on up North. Did he tell you stories of some of the other things that happened to him growing up? Did did they talk about what South Carolina not, was not like? Not a lot. Not in our family. There wasn't a lot of talk about what happened to them in the South. It was only through me doing our family history that I learned some of these things. But they were very closed-mouthed about the things that happened in the South. Um, so and I tell a story that we used to, we went back to South every single year when I was growing up. That was our family tradition. And we, it was before I-95 was built. So we used to leave about 3, 4 o'clock in the morning and drive down Route 13. And my mother would always pack this big cooler full of food. And 
for our bathroom stops, they were the side of the roads. And I could never understand why we couldn't go into the restaurants to use the bathroom or eat. And later on in life, my father told me that he would not subject his children to feeling less than because of the color of their skin. And so that's why we did what we did. That's an amazing story, Della Beaver. You know, one of the things that Isabel Wilkerson uh, gets to in her book, and we're going to talk with her a little later in the hour, are these visions of people who moved from the South and seeing Chicago for the first time or seeing Detroit for the first time and just what a magical place the North was until they got down to business and discovered just how tough life could be. Did you remember in, in your family stories of what this place they were going to turned out to be like? To them, it, it just was the land of opportunity because they came up here. My father um, had uh, found a very good job, and, you know, it's amazing that he raised 12 children on a salary of not more than $25,000 a year. Wow. But to him, this was the land of opportunity, and he was able to make a good life for himself, his wife, and his children. Well, your mother was the one of nine children, right? That's correct. And, and your father was one of 11 that's correct. How many of the rest of your family members also moved either north or west? Only my, um, when my father came, there were only five of them plus his mother who came. And as I said, my mother's family did not come at all. She was the only one. So they're still in South Carolina. Came. Yes, they are still in South Carolina. Um, I go down and visit them. All her sisters and brothers are deceased, mm. as is my father's sisters and brothers. But the rest of my extended family is in the south. Would Della, you-, you know, I hear how you're describing this, and Celeste and I have talked about just how important this migration has been sociologically to America. How proud are you of what they did? I am extremely proud, and, and and it took a lot of courage, especially for my mother to get up and leave all that she knew and all of her family to come here and make a new life. But I tell people all the time, I am proud of my family all the way back through history because if not for the strength of my grandparents who went through slavery. Um, and I tell people I'm, I'm proud because I am the second generation in my family who was born into freedom. My grandfather was a slave. He was born in 1859 before the end of slavery. And if not for this strength, I would not be who I am today and I would not be where I am today. You know, Della, one last thing. Isabel Wilkerson points out in her her novel that the Great Migration was the first independent act of a people who are actually in bondage for longer, still today, longer than they've been free. And and I'm wondering, looking back for you, do you feel like progress has occurred fast enough? Um, yeah, I do believe it has because we came from, we are people who came from nothing and look at where we are today. And there's a lot more to go. I mean, of course, America is always going to be, you know, a struggle, but we need to be proud of where we are. Della Beaver, Takeaway Listener, listens online through the takeaway.org and wrote on our website where their family's migration story leaving South Carolina for Pennsylvania. Thank you so much, Della. Thank you. It was an honor. And oh, we met Della online. You met her on the radio. That's using, right. Using our radio show as a and place to share to a great story. And we want to hear your story as well. Give us a call at 877 my take Give us your stories of the great migration.